Welcome to the Believer's Voice of Victory from Kenneth Copeland Ministries. Download the notes at kcm.org slash notes. No matter where you are in your spiritual walk of faith, it all begins with Jesus. Today, Kenneth Copeland explains how Jesus never operated outside the gifts of the Spirit. Discover more next on The Believer's Voice of Victory. Let's open our, uh, again, to chapter 12 of 1 Corinthians. We started talking about this when Jesus said um, that the Comforter that I'm sending to you, the Holy Spirit, we talked about the spirit within when you got born again. And now we're looking at the spirit upon. You shall receive power when the Holy Ghost comes upon you, Jesus said. That's what happened to him in the Jordan River and equipped him for service. Now, before we even read these, these nine manifestations here in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, I want you to realize Jesus never did go outside these gifts. All of them manifested in his life all the time. That's the way he did everything. Say, so when he didn't speak in tongues, he didn't need to. But then on the other hand, the supernatural ability to pray in tongues in your own in your own edification in your own personal prayer life and so forth that is a supernatural gift that God has provided for every born again child of God that'll open up and yield themselves to the baptism of the Holy Spirit hallelujah that's different from diverse kinds of tongues and interpretation of tongues, which we're going to read about right here. But what I wanted you to see is speaking with other tongues, Jesus didn't need that. But you and I do. Amen. His prayer life was just fine like it was. <laughs> Amen. But you and I need this supernatural communication tool. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. But now, and I, I'm, by the Spirit of God, as the Spirit uh, leads me here, I'm, I'm going to show you some things about this. Let's start there again at verse 1. Concerning spiritual gifts, brethren, I would not have you ignorant. You know that you were Gentiles carried away under these dumb idols, even as you were led. Wherefore, I give you to understand, no man speaking by the Spirit of God calls Jesus accursed. And no man can say that Jesus is Lord, but by the Holy Ghost. Now there are diversities of gifts, but the same Spirit. There are differences of administrations. I want you to notice the word administration. That word is where we get ministry. Take the ad off that, you find the word ministry in the middle of that word. 
administration or ministry, different ministries. So now keep that in mind. You, you, you're going to see something here that'll bless you. There are differences of ministries, but the same Lord. Well, that, that, that's readily uh, understandable, understood, because everybody's not called to do the same thing. There are different ministries in different locations, in different types of situations, and there are different ministry gifts. These are spiritual <laughs> gifts. There are ministry gifts. And he gave some apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers. Those are ministry gifts. So you're going to have different ministries a pastor's got a completely different ministry than, than, than say, um, a prophet or an apostle. I know this. I've experienced this many times that I, I minister on one level when I'm here in the United States. I minister on another level when I go uh, out of the United States and, and, and different levels depending on where I'm going because of the, the, of the level of the calling with which I'm called to that country. So there's different, different ministries, different administrations. Okay. So that's, that's, that right there is going to take some studying, isn't it? Sure. But it's all in here. Amen. It's wonderful. Now then, diversities of operation, but it is the same God which worketh all in all. Jesus said, believe that I am in the Father and the Father is in me. This is what he's talking about right here. And like I said, he didn't go outside these manifestations right here. And you can find every one of them in his ministry. You remember in the gospel of John. Well, in fact, I'll just show that to you right now. Hold your place because we've got to come right back there. But look in, the, look in the first chapter of John. <laughs> oh, I'll tell you the word of God's wonderful, isn't it? Thank you, Lord. Look at the uh, 37th verse. The two disciples heard him speak and they followed Jesus. Jesus turned and saw them following and said unto them, What seek ye? They said unto him, Rabbi, which is being interpreted master, where dwellest thou? He said unto them, Come and see. They came and saw where he dwelt and abode with him that day, for it was about the 10th hour. One of the two which heard John speak followed him was Andrew, Simon Peter's brother. He first finds his own brother Simon and said to him, We've found the Messiah, which being interpreted the Christ. And he brought him to Jesus, and Jesus beheld him and said, Thou art Simon, the son of Jodah, thou shalt be called Cephas. You just saw a gift of the Spirit in operation. Thou art Simon. Ain't nobody told him what his name was. And he changed his name. That was knowledge from God. That was the word of knowledge right there. Now watch this. 
The day following Jesus would go forth into Galilee. Philip, uh, finally Philip said to him, follow me. Philip was a Bethsaida. Now come on down. Verse 47, Jesus saw Nathanael coming to him and said of him, behold, an Israelite indeed in whom is no guile. Nathanael said unto him, where, where, where you know me from? Jesus answered and said unto him, Before Philip called thee, when you were under the fig tree, I saw you. Well, he's the Son of God. Yeah, but that same, that, that same thing is listed right here in 1 Corinthians chapter 12. That was the word of knowledge. He saw him. Do you see it? He saw him and used it in a, in a calling to Nathaniel. Nathaniel said, whoa, <laughs> whoa, yeah, you got to be him. Amen. He said, you think that's something. Come on, fella. <laughs> you, ain't seen, you ain't seen anything yet. Now, let's go back over there where we were. <laughs> Verse six again. There are diversities of operation but it is the same God which worketh all in all. Now, differences of operation. It can be the same gift, same Holy Spirit working in one person's life, working in another person's life, but the operation be totally different. Samson dealt with lions and Daniel dealt with lions, but in a completely different way. If the king had to put Samson in the lion's den, they wouldn't have been anything left but blood, hair, guts, and eyeballs the next morning when the king came in there. He'd have killed them all with his bare hand. It's still the Holy Ghost. Amen. But when Daniel went in there, he just, just shoved one of them up against the wall and went to sleep. Yeah. What was that? Gift of faith. Huh? He had absolutely no fear of those lies. Spirit of God put the lion to sleep. The angels were in charge. But the angels were carrying out what the Spirit of God commanded. Both of them the Holy Spirit. Both of them manifestations of the Holy Spirit. Both of them prophets. Different operations. Amen? Amen. Now, God told Moses to strike the rock. Huh? He struck the rock and what happened? Water flowed, right? The next time God told him to speak to the rock, but no, he struck the rock and God got water both times but it got him in some kind of trouble. Why? Pride. I'm Moses. You bunch of... Wow! 
He wasn't hitting the rock, he's hitting them. You come to, do I have to get you water? Do I have to do everything? You ain't done anything yet, Mr. Moses. It's been the Holy Ghost that's been doing all this. This is very, I'm telling you, I'm, I'm waving a, I'm, I'm waving a, a big yellow caution flag at you. Because the more you get into this and your faith is growing and, and the more you yield to the Holy Spirit and there's going to be some things that the Spirit of God has had in your life that's been stacking up there that's ready to be manifest and, and more people are receiving and more people and you begin to see these things manifest in your life. You don't want to be... Uh, hitting the rock when you needed to be speaking to it. This was a huge problem back in the 50s and, well, it's always been there. Back in the 50s and 60s when, you know, these, these manifestations, uh, they've never been dormant. Not since the day of Pentecost. There'd been somebody walking in this, I mean, and a lot of somebodies. There have been big outpourings and, and the rising up of, uh, of, of uh, awakenings and so forth, but it's never been dormant. Not even during the dark ages. It's never been dormant. But uh, what we saw, uh, the, you know, I mean, <laughs> it, was, it was happening everywhere. And there were, there, there were men that, uh, and women too, that, that really got the idea, you know, uh, I, I mean, this is, the, I, I'm, I, I guess I'm just special. I must be special. I mean, it looks like everybody I touch gets healed. You remember this, Doc? I mean, it got, it got to where, it, there were guys that really, and it looked like that. Mm-hmm. But there were times that, uh, and, and everybody back there then was having a meeting every night in, in a tent or someplace every night and just thousands of people everywhere you look and more sick people than you could stir with a stick and, and, and if people getting all kinds of miracles and getting healed. There, there was one couple that I know of that, uh, that set up a, a healing ramp in their church and didn't even believe in healing. But they saw it happening everywhere else and they said, we're going to do this. And people got healed. Yeah. It, it was that, it, I mean, it was that, that easy. And this, well, just to make a long story short, this, uh, I'll tell you about this one particular fellow that, that Brother Hagin talked about. And I didn't know him personally, but I knew he was talking about. <clears throat> and he would go out, the Spirit of God come on him, and I mean signs and wonders and just marvelous, marvelous manifestations of the word of knowledge, just, just startling. And then he'd go out the next night, but I want, I want you to read something here with me. Let me point this out to you. Verse six, diversity of operation, the same God, which worketh all in all. The manifestation of the spirit is given to every man to profit with all. 
for unto one is given by the Spirit, the word of wisdom and so forth. Now, verse 11, all these worketh that one and the selfsame Spirit dividing to every man severally as he wills. You can't make this happen. <clears throat> this is not some gift you just fold it up and put it in your pocket, take it out when you need it. You expect it to be there anytime you need it. Smith Wigglesworth said it like this. Somebody asked him to explain that. He said, the best way I know to tell you is you just stretch your faith as far as it'll go, expecting the Holy Ghost to do what is necessary to take it on through. But it's the same point. You are believing God. You're not performing. And then he'd go out there the next night. And if, if that anointing didn't manifest, he'd just start doing it anyway. Well, after a while, it began to work. Only it wasn't the Spirit of God. It was familiar spirits working with him. Well, maybe the Lord will let us get uh, more deeply into that later. Now, let's go back up there now. I, I rushed through that, but let's, let's go back to verse 8. To one is given by the Spirit the word of wisdom. To another, the word of knowledge by the same Spirit. The word of wisdom. This is not something you just walk around with all the time. It is a word of God's knowledge about a situation, person or thing, and you may only know a little piece of it. It's going to be as He wills. But it is going to equip you or me to minister to that. Now, the word of wisdom is a word of God's wisdom and knowledge about future events and things. Now, you can see when, when the gifts begin to work together, prophecy, as we'll see here before we get through, just pure prophecy that doesn't have the word of wisdom in it or the word of knowledge in it is for edification, exhortation, and comfort. <laughs> to prophesy is to have a word from the Father that comforts a word from the Father that says everything's going to be all right. And it'll build you up and make you stronger to go ahead and do what you need to be doing, saith the Lord. That's what I said in tongues. Praise God. Thank you, Father. Yes, sir. Well, what manifested right then? Divers, tongues, interpretation of tongues equals prophecy. Hallelujah. Now, see, I, I, uh, under the same unction of the Holy Spirit, 
then I, I could have given that without speaking in tongues. But that's not the way the Spirit of God gave it to me. Right. When it came up, it came up in tongues. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. Amen. Oh, glory to God. Thank you, Lord. Now, I wanted you to see that, and we're going to take care of some of that tongues business right now, okay? <laughs> Let's look in the 14th chapter. Follow after love and desire spiritual gifts, rather that you may prophesy. He that speaketh in an unknown tongue speaketh not unto men, but unto God, for no man understands him. Howbeit in the Spirit he speaks mysteries. But he that prophesies speaketh unto men to edification, exhortation, and comfort. That's what I just mentioned a moment ago. He that speaks in an unknown tongue edifies or builds up himself. Praise God. Now, that is for every born-again, Holy Ghost baptized believer. Amen. That is devotional, prayer life, supernatural communication with your Father. Glory to God. And it is there for you, and it's ready 24 hours a day. Amen. And it's not as the Spirit wills as much as it is as you will. Because He's there all the time. See, we're not talking about ministry gifts here. Um, spiritual gifts here. We're, we're, well, it is, but it belongs to every born-again child of God. It's part of your life equipment. Mm -hmm. That's for ministry and education of yourself. Mm -hmm. He said, what is it then? I will pray with the Spirit. I will pray with the understanding also. So that's the reason I said it's not as much as the Spirit wills as it is that you will, because He's there willing all the time when it comes to your prayer life. Amen. Someone walked up to, to my spiritual father, Oral Roberts, and they said, you mean to tell me you just turn God on and off anytime you want to? He said, and he was he's so kind. He said, no. He said, he's always on. It's me I turn on and off anytime I want to. <laughs> Amen. That's good. But now wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Let's just get this in this last minute here. Back right up there in that 12th chapter, right at the very bottom of it there, God, verse 28, God has set some in the church, first apostles, secondarily prophets, thirdly teachers, after that miracles, gifts of healings, helps, governments, diversities of tongues. Are all apostles? No. Are all prophets? No. Are all teachers? No. Are all workers of miracles? No. Have all the gifts of healings? No. Do all speak with tongues? No. Do all interpret? No. Well, now see that, Brother Copeland, tongues is not for everybody. No, that's not talking about your devotional prayer life. That's referring to these manifestations as the Spirit will. He's talking about diversities of tongues and interpretation of tongues, which, like I said a while ago, equals prophecy. Prophecy is speaking by the Spirit in a known tongue. The diversities of tongues is speaking by the Spirit in an unknown tongue. Not unknown elsewhere, unknown to you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. 
We hope you enjoyed today's teaching from Kenneth Copeland Ministries. Be sure to get the notes at kcm.org slash notes. And remember, Jesus is Lord.